if it was illegal to say stupid things into a microphone. Why must you be so stupid? These guys would be doing life without parole. Hey, everybody, we're back from prison. Why do we keep encouraging this kind of behavior? It's the Breaking the Ice podcast with Josh Dolan. You know, we could, like, go to jail for this. Along with Mike Shue and Isaiah Moscahanna Bonsa Mana Blitz Boskowitz. Whatever the hell his name is. Is is this safe? No, I don't know. Absolutely. Actually, I hope it's not because it would be great content if you rolled the car. Oh, there he goes. He's going. There he goes. Oh, come on. We oh, need the right. clicks. That's right. Come on. Just drive into a tree. <laughs> don't be hold selfish. On, hold on. Hold yeah. On, I got to look. I got to find my Josh. got a child coming. Hold on. Right. Dolan needs the clicks. Mm-hmm. There we go. Speaking of that, can we talk about our new sponsor? Yes. Absolutely. And they're they're called Basils. Basils, yes. And where are they? They are <laughs> very close to me. So they have been um, shocking. <laughs> they've uh, become an addiction of mine during the uh, coronavirus pandemic. Addiction? How do they go there every crack? day twice? <laughs> Meaning, I I I lie to my wife at how many times I eat there. Okay. Oh. <laughs> That's part of an addiction, Josh, and that's that's you know what you're on the road to recovery because you're admitting that you're you're hurting and lying to people that are close to you about it. Wow, yeah. sound like you know about that, Mike? No, I just watched uh, all of Loudermilk. So <laughs> oh, that love, that. love that. I know, isn't that such a great show? I finally got so to sit good. and binge the whole thing, and you know everybody should do it because the shows are only like 20 minutes to a half hour long, and they're packed with some of the most clever comedy I've ever seen. Our friend Jackie Flynn, who we had on the show about it, is amazing. One of the best things about that show is Jackie Flynn explaining to explaining why he can't walk a straight line to the cops. You remember that? Right. Because of the orbit. Like 17,000 miles an hour. And then we're going around the sun at 60,000 miles an hour. And meanwhile, the, the galaxy's moving around at 500,000 miles an hour. So there's no way I can walk a straight line. I was like, that's the best. That's the best (laughs) excuse ever. And he delivered it so well. It was fantastic. That's the episode started that way. The episode started yeah. with that scene. Yeah, it's it's a great show. Ron Livingston is amazing. Oh, he's and, so um, good. I feel so who, much like him. The guy who plays Cutter, the big he wasn't in the second season too much. The big black dude. Oh yeah. Oh god. That kidnapped somebody. Yeah, he kidnaps. <laughs> he kidnaps the new the guy who was going there for his boss. Yep. You know, yes. and had to had to like do it for his boss to just get the paper signed, and like he kidnapped him and. You know, his comatose mother out there in the trailer. And then he, oh man, such a great show. <laughs> I'm not they, an alcoholic. They're, they're, I've heard that before, buddy. Right. Aren't they dropping, uh, aren't they dropping season three like this week or next week of, uh, are they really? Show? Is it that soon? Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I was asked, I asked Jackie afterwards, I said, so how did it go? Did Amazon pay for the third? So the third was already recorded. The third season was already recorded, done. And now they're going to drop it on Amazon. So I would imagine based on the downloads of the first two seasons and season three, then Amazon Prime will determine, okay, is this worth picking up? I fucking hope they do because that thing is so yeah. well written. I miss so those funny. people. I'm not someone who rewatches a series. I've only done that with Breaking Bad yep. and maybe Band of Brothers, I think is the only other one that I rewatched. And it's I like, I want to see new ones, but I got to go back because I miss, I miss the people. It's like I'm going to the group. 
It's like yes. a wonderful. Yeah, well, who's the uh, who's the who's uh, Ron's uh, roommate? Uh, that actor, Adam Sasso, is it? Will Sasso. Will Sasso. He's, he's amazing. Brilliant. He's brilliant in it. He's, wow. he's so funny and everything. And that. Uh, and then, um, you know who I love is is um, Laudermilk's father. Oh my God! One of the best television characters I've ever seen. Ever. Oh my God! And he—he not only like he plays like this super charming, fast-talking, complete asshole who all he wants to do is fuck, and and he and he and he does and he does and he's and it's so funny because you are just like his victims. I want to call them victims. You're just like his victims. You're so charmed by him. You're like, this guy's awesome. And then he's like, whoa, that was a dick move. Oh, but that was cool. You know? When him and Ron, uh, what's Ron's character? Loudermilk, sorry. When him and Loudermilk are sitting at the table and Loudermilk goes to the bathroom because they get in a fight and he, he coaxes the waitress. And by yeah. the time Loudermilk gets back, she's fucking crying. Tell daddy all your stories. Then right. takes her home and yep. fucks her yeah. in his bed while and he's he wakes next up. To Wakes up fucking her right next to him in his bed. Yeah. I don't want to give anything away, but that's a oh, major it's so part. So good. And that and that great. woman, yeah, that woman uh, ends up playing a major part in his life, which is fantastic, also. Which yes, is probably we won't give everything away. About. Right. But it's so Go good. watch no. it. Amazon Prime. Everybody should watch it and definitely support our buddy Jackie. It made me want to go to AA. Like it, right? I, I wanted to go see Brian I, Regan. It's like <laughs> AA is not not this fun. oh dude brian regan is so fucking good in that show. i miscounted yeah. my kids i'm sorry you know right so good. i thought you had eight kids ten i miscounted two sorry when and i can say this because it was in the trailer he shows up with a dart in his head you yes. know that scene at the bar where they go and they want to kick whoever's ass put a dart in his head and then the guy explains to him what went on and then the, the, the new guy goes and he punches the bar yeah. I love new guy also. Oh. He is so good. And they show his bones breaking. Yeah. The best thing is like, I broke my legs in a sandbox when I was in third grade. I, I had to go to school in a wagon. They, they <laughs> no angles for six months. That is one of the best fucking lines ever. That is such a well-written show, man. It's so it's good. good. I really hope that, I, I hope that Amazon picks that up for a season four and beyond because that is really a good funny show. A lot of local people too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I feel like if, if it does get picked up again, I feel like that coffee shop that's also a record store, I feel like Jackie yes! should tell Peter Farley that, Mike Shue, you need to play a part working in that store because that has you written all over it. The only thing I'd change, you know, I always had a dream. Like, when I win Powerball, I'm going to open a record store slash fried food Chinese, like, just poo-poo platters. Oh. No, no, right? so, so it's like record store, poo-poo platters, Maybe you know some private stripper rooms in the back. You got to make your money. You got to really make money. You're not going to do it on vinyl alone. Hey, listen, strippers, know? strippers, strippers need love too. You know that. Right. Yeah. Well, they need love so they could make their way through pharmaceutical college. So. Ah, they're fine. Hey, let's talk about the fucking big giant fucking elephant in the room. The three of us were at opening day at Fenway Park last week. When was that? I don't remember oh. that. That wasn't you. Was oh. I there? Isaiah's I having Isaiah's confusing his dreams with real life again. No, are the, no, are I, the, I, I took I took an easy the, guy and a skinny kid. That wasn't you. Are the socks even playing? Oh yeah, they are. 
they shit their bed first and then they scored all the runs they're going to score for the rest of the season in two games and then everything's going to suck and they're end up in last place again that's right i forgot about that it we was fucking awesome to go to Fenway it Park. was that's all i know it was a little you chilly know, I care if, they, if they sucked out loud being in fenway park was just i was near tears when i walked like i went through the metal detector first thing i did i hit the sausage guy in lansdowne street got a sausage and then i went and I walked, went through the, did the metal detector thing, scanned the ticket, walked in the door. As soon as I saw that brick inside, I started welling up. It all hit me at once. It was like, first of all, I'm back in Fenway Park. It's been so long. I love that. Right. This is the cathedral of baseball. And then, oh, hey, baby, how was school? I hate my English teacher. I just want to announce that right now. <laughs> and okay. the dog. Asshole. Wow. He mistook me for another Asian student. Oh! oh! I like her. Let's that's, start there. Yeah. She you, is 4'11". Yeah. You don't look like she anybody. She has a bob sure. and bangs. Okay. And I want okay. to punch. Okay. Wow. Go, go Stop tell, Asian Go tell, the, go Asian tell the Chloe Stu podcast because I, I don't <laughs> All right. Stop. So. Listen, listen. Stop Asian hate. Yeah, that's right. Um. Yeah. And it was just, it was, and plus, you know, we haven't been, nobody's been to a big event. Right. In a long time. And it felt it weird. I was like, where? Yeah, it's only it's like we never left, but there. it's also been a long time. <laughs> it's been a long time. Yeah. And then walking up and seeing the field, I just oh. lost it. And Isaiah, you saw me. I was like, I was kind of like, I was out of it. Dude, when I, I got there around noon, you got there around 1231. I, I just sat there. I just sat there looking at it going, first of all, haven't been to the cathedral in, in a year, whatever. And there's only 4,700 people in here. People were all being good with masks, but it was definitely emotional. I was like, wow, I've come to this place so many times. This is historic. The National Anthem did it for me. I mean, that woman that sang the National Anthem. Oh, that God, over, yeah. What was her I, name? I, She's I always, from Springfield. Yeah, I always fell yeah. up anyway, and I was just like, I am falling like a fucking <sighs> child. When is, when is Mike going to punch me in the arm? And you were crying, too. I was out of my, I was like, you were like, brother, how's it going? I'm like, I just don't I feel like I'm I'd already reality. been there for an hour. Yeah. So I kind of, it was like, it was like steps. I'd already been through it because I was numb. And then by the time Mike got there, I'm like, yeah, baseball. He's like, I need a minute. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I needed a minute. And then I needed a beer and four dogs. I yes! mean, just, you know, and you know, my favorite part of like, it, it was also emotional for the players too, because in like, I don't think it was like the top of the first, but it was probably in the first or second inning that people started chanting, let's go Red Sox. And I could see like the players like, what? Yeah, you could see them look like, there's people out there. Right? Yeah, they were like, oh my God, I forgot about that. Yeah. Here's the, here's the message for the Red Sox though. You could turn that fucking fake crowd sound. That was weird. Yeah, there. play it on TV, but you don't have to play it in the park. <laughs> Why are they you playing it for the... That. Yeah, the... Why are you playing it in the park? It's kind they of like, forgot. Okay. They forgot. They let people in. You know, I'm like, I'm yelling to talk to you guys, and I'm like, you know, I wouldn't have to do this if they just stopped pumping the crowd noise through the PA like it was friggin' ACDC. I know. They're right? it's like a white noise machine for a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't know. It was that. I I agree, Isaiah. They should have just axed that part. I think I think the point when it became real, because obviously we went through, you know, sitting there. Then you got there. Josh shocking showed up late. I put a picture up on instagram and everyone's like where's josh i'm like i don't know he's not fucking here yet and then you and then you left job, early man. what the fuck we'll talk about that later but i think <laughs> it, it, it became real when like the first like the first pitch you heard the crack of the bat and then it quickly goes from emotional to 
hit the fucking ball. You right. fucking suck. It's amazing how all of those amazingly deep, almost <laughs> spiritual feelings just vacate your soul and you become that wretched, miserable fuck of a Red Sox fan where the glass is nowhere. It's just almost empty all the time. You yep. know, it's just like hit the you ball, you fucking bitch. First pitch, and it was a strike. I'm like, this is gonna be the best season ever. By the third inning, I'm like, what? Why can't you guys hit the ball? Do you need a tea? I'll go. Do you all have Corona I'm currently? I'm gonna grab a tea for you guys. It looks like you need a tea. Okay. Don't yell at me. Yell at me. You always gotta go back. Notice, notice how. Remember when you yell at MC? Come on, blue. They don't even wear blue anymore. We're still no. calling them blue. What are you fucking blind up? Let's go, Blue. You know what was great about having only 4,500? Well, there was a couple of things. Um, there was only 4,500 people left in. First of all, there were no lines for anything. Like, I breezed into the bathroom and got right out and then got right into... And there was a, only three urinals open. A, a <laughs> there was still no line. Beer line right? right? It was just... It was unbelievably it's so easy. I've never had such an easy time at Fenway. But what's great is if you yell something... Especially, I mean, even if you were up up top, if you yell something, they could probably hear you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They definitely could. Especially yeah. with how close we were. Like, I could hear the conversations that the Orioles were having, and I was like, you could really get in their head right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Your but team it was, it was great. sucks. Was, oh, you heard me? Shit. It was, it was beautiful. The flyover was great. I yeah. thought it was cool they included a, a tanker plane because those guys, you know, those those guys keep us – keep us running just like the guys in the fighter jets you know they're up there yep. you know making sure they're taking care of us and i love the guy when i post i posted a little video of the flyover which was just beautiful because it was a beautiful day and i love awesome. the guy who commented and said um wow that's a great use of taxpayer dollars don't you think uh there's always <laughs> right 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 Fuck you. okay well how much does it cost to have those three jets fly over okay because it takes the vermont guy probably two minutes at Mach 9,000 to get back to his base in Vermont. Right? right. So, you know, so let's, let's, let's weigh the cost there. Okay. How much would do you think that costs to get the planes together to burn the fuel, the crews, that whole thing. And then how much does it cost to like, you know, send them to some place like, I don't know, Iraq. Right. Yeah. Also, again, it's the first flyover in over a year. Right. Yeah. So it's like, you know it's what? It's worth it. It's, it boosts the morale of the public. Right. Yeah. So you it was know. the first flyover in a year, and that's also how I justified paying $65 for parking. I was like, I'm not parking here. <laughs> I was like, dude, you're in sporting dude, you're, probably, probably you're gonna in be Holliston, one right? Yeah. Just go to the commuter rail in Framingham. I don't want to lie, but I had to get out of there, too. I, I, I don't want to have to wait. Dude, I was in and out. The train station's right there. I took, I got I, on the train here, and I was stepped off. I had a sausage in my hand in five minutes. If I if if I had 15 minutes to breathe, I probably would have done that. You, but you, 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 I was surprised you showed up. I really was surprised you showed up because you, you got there late, and then you had to call your doctor in the first inning. And then you I know. Had to leave for the fourth <laughs> I'm like, why'd you even come here? What the fuck? <laughs> because I wanted to do something. And it's been like a year of nothing. Everything happened that day. I had already been to Boston that day. I won't get into why, but I was already in Boston. Say and it. then I, nope. And then I came back and then I went to Boston and then came back. And then while I was at Fenway, I had a doctor's appointment <laughs> in the hallway. <laughs> 
I was like, wait, what the fuck? He's like, I gotta call my doctor. I'm like, you're the fucking, you're at the home opener. What is your doctor gonna tell but you? You're such a goldfish. I told you the night before. I was like, yes, but I have a doctor's appointment. And then <laughs> you were like, cancel did, it. Did and I was you like, do the appointment on Facetime. And did you give yourself your own prostate exam? Like, oh, I did. I yeah. They they <laughs> they coached yeah. me through it. Did you feel any polyps in your asshole? And they were like, no, no, uh, I, d I didn't know how to spell that. So I didn't know how to look it up to figure out. Um, <laughs> Do also, I have a nub in my asshole? Sorry, <laughs> also, that's more of your age group for doctor's appointments. Hey, hey, listen, me. my asshole's clean, buddy. Let's go. <laughs> and the show is over. <laughs> Keep your hands on the wheel. Ten what and two, baby. Are you Ten in? and two. Well, that was, that was a great time. Thanks for the tickets, Isaiah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I thank was, you. I was, was awesome. so... They fell in my lap. One of my vendors that I do business with asked me if I wanted to go to opening day the day before. It got postponed. And then he said, hey, these these are on Good Friday. I'm like, I'm a Jew. I don't give a fuck. And I'm like, I'll go. <laughs> no, I just was like, I said, well, you don't want to go on. Why? He goes, I just, I, I feel weird. I'm like, I don't feel weird taking the tickets from you. So I'll call my friends. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> I, I said, I'm like, wait a minute. God invented fucking baseball. He goes, he did. And God's telling me to send you. I said, well, I'm not going to argue with God. So let's go. I was yeah. excited. That was, that was really like fucking cool. Like to, it's, 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 it's sad that there aren't that many people there, but yet. I love wow, it. I mean, well, you know what? They, they may have not been celebrating Good Friday at the park, but it was definitely Passover for Nathan Eovaldi. I mean, they should have kept him past the fifth fucking inning for crying out loud. Jesus the other Christ. guy had one hitter going into the ninth. and they Yeah, the guy's him. name was Mean, M-E-A-N, yeah. and he had a rape stash. I'm like, who is this fucking guy? Oh, yeah, he had a creepy mustache, but he was he was on fire. At he least was. He was that day. See, there, there's where the mass hole kicks in. Like, we're, you're a little emotional at the beginning. Everything's good. By the fourth hard. inning, you're like, who's that fucking bitch on the mound? <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck the Orioles. Fuck Baltimore. You're a piece of shit. It's like, wow. I thought a second ago you were really sad and emotional about COVID and coming back, and you just yelled at that man and called him a cunt. What the fuck? I know. It's the guy that we were um, hanging out with there. Steve? Was it Steve? Who is this? The usher. Steve? Oh, God, yeah, yeah. When we walked around, we walked nice around. I think you, you had already left, Josh. So a friend of mine's got season tickets. These people that are the ushers and the beer vendors, I mean, they're union. These people have been there for decades, and we haven't seen them in a year. So we walked over to where my friend has season tickets, and Steve was there. Such a nice guy. So nice. And Peter was dude. the guy pouring the beers. Yeah, he was great also. Yeah. Good people. I went back I mean, there, and I said, I got a beer, and I went, oh, crap. And I turned around because there was no line. So right. I just turned around and went back to him. I said, I got to get another one. My buddy's going to kill me. He's like, oh, yeah, all right, that's good. We don't want you getting killed today. No, you know, like you're not getting team. Isaiah beer? How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I wasn't thinking. I was so overwhelmed. It you was know? definitely and overwhelming. Cannon, you know, and all that stuff. It was just, it was a beautiful experience. I'm glad we got to do that. Even it was a lot to take in. And Boston has kind of changed. Since, like, I don't even notice the skyline. There's new skyscrapers. Everywhere. Like, with... <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is that yeah. building? And there there's was, another I one going. Build those when all this shit was going down. You know, I remember you seeing. Know you should have yeah, done. You should have paved the, the roads, you motherfucker. I remember seeing the beginnings of those buildings, like when we went to see Tool. Right. You know, they had like the just the the skeleton of those buildings up. And, like know, the one on Causeway seen. Street. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And now there's a there's just a swimming pool on Causeway Street. There's a giant skyscraper, and there's a sign that says, "Yes, this is a pool." I'm like, that seems wrong to have a swimming you, pool on Causeway Street. 
where you got off the purple line, you got off the commuter rail, the, that Lansdowne exit that they made a few years ago. There were fucking no buildings there last year. No. Like it no. was, it was, it was the, it was uh, the train station and the Mass Pike. Mm-hmm. And then that huge fucking billboard where Tom Brady's UG thing used to be. Right. And I fucking parked my car there. I'm like, okay, Mike's going to get up. What the fuck are all the, holy shit, someone built some buildings. Yeah. Huge buildings. Yeah. Like Brighton Landing, oh. too. It's amazing how that place has transformed. The place that, you know, it was like just the the New Balance building and the GBH building for a while. Oh, now, right, right, oh, right. You know, Bose is in there. The hotel's in there. And, you know, New Balance has has had that new building up there for a while. The practice area, you know, the, the practice rink for the Bruins, the Warrior Ice Arena, and the Celtics practice facility. Yeah, 20 Guest Street used to have such a great view of the city, like in the morning with the sun right. coming up over the yeah. city. And now it's like, are we in Boston? No, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, none of that, but we know. should do, we should get, you know, what we should do at some point when we can, obviously we're getting there. Everyone's getting vaccinated. We should go fucking do a show from the stockyard in Brighton. That's oh too classy for us. I think it's it not like the greatest bar. Let's, let's just go. We can either go to the Lincoln or the Irish village. That's more okay. our speed. True. true. <laughs> That's right. definitely I, my, the Lincoln. Yeah. My vote I miss the their Lincoln. nachos. Yeah. The Lincoln. No, we, we need to go. To that little deck out back of Lincoln, where you know all the drug deals are happening. Oh, right, right. We can we can just talk to those guys. Absolutely. Actually, I think I the Lincoln closed. the The Lincoln. Oh, no. Yeah, I think right before coronavirus, they decided to close, and I was like, "Oh, AF Who left." Closes before I, Corona. <laughs> the cool kids, AF and Lincoln. Yeah, that's right. Oh, <laughs> exactly. So true. Hi, I'm Chris, owner of Garage Doors Plus. We specialize in custom garage doors, sales service, and installation. So whatever you may be looking for, we can help. Financing is available, so if it's time to give your garage and home a lift, call us at Garage Doors Plus, 617-458-1148. You can also find us at gdplus.com. That's gdplus.com. Garage Doors Plus, we open doors when you can't. Hey, can we talk for a minute? Can I just vent for five minutes about uh, uh, Entercom changing their name to Odyssey? That's Odyssey, not Audacity? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was like, that's it an editing. Be Audacity because I don't know if you saw the tweet that they put out, but Total it, bullshit. Said, it said something to the effect, I'm paraphrasing here, uh, different name, same uh, legendary you know, sound. And they had like five radio station logos up on this tweet. And it was like, K-Rock was up there. K-Rock in LA is, is a legendary station. That's one of the, the biggest and greatest radio stations in the US. Uh, they had a couple, like a country station. They had like an R&B station or whatever. And right there, right next to it, WAAF. Fuckers. I didn't see that. What? It's Dude. fucking, um, can, you, can you share something on the screen? <clears throat> This yes. is fucking bullshit. So, when we got to the game, Josh, Mike shit, Mike asked me if I saw it. And I'm like, I heard of it because I've got clients and I do business with them. And I'm like, the name change means nothing. He goes, wait till you fucking see this. What yeah, they did with our WAF letters. And the fucking station isn't even on the air anymore. I don't get it. Well, technically, it's not on the air, but it is online. Oh, it's an HD channel with no fucking human beings no playing DJ. the same fucking shit we played last right. year without dated imaging so why fuck you why would they do that who okayed that that's nobody's what I thinking these big radio companies don't fucking think anymore they just make fucking decisions based on their stockholders fuck off well it was the stockholders that wanted to sell us so right. why did that make it up there i don't know if you can bring up the the twitter josh you don't you don't have to kill yourself but if you can share the tweet it's just it's just is shows- it on entercom's twitter 
No, can you well, share the screen with Mike? It's called Odyssey. So oh, it's God, I got U-D-A-C-Y or something. Yeah, and it's, it goes back to, so opening day was last week. So it was that, it was a couple of days before that because, and it's nice that you can actually, you're outside your contract and you can fucking share your opinion because shit like that is fucking bullshit. That's really, it's it was really. Slap in the it, face. It was, it was hurtful. I mean, yeah. it, seriously, they, they, a 50 year rock radio station. And why did they have to put that up there? Because who, they're who, still living off the teeth. They're living because they don't they give tra- a fuck. Well, well, then if they don't give a fuck, why wasn't EEI up there? Why because wasn't, they fucking right. broke EEI. Why wasn't because, magic up there? But EEI is still there. <laughs> right. So why not right. put that up there? There were no other sports stations up there. Again, because, because the decisions that get made at that level are just fucking asinine. It well, makes no out of touch. Way out of touch. They're bean counters, you know, and they, they don't care. They just look at numbers. How long have we said that? No idea. The decades of of radio and time that you and I've spent in the business. How many times have we kind of looked up and scratched our head and been like, what, why the fuck did you put that person in that time slot? People who have no programming experience whatsoever are making programming decisions. Or like when you put the men's room in Boston. Right. (laughs) Well, that's because somebody was buddies with one of those guys. And, Stop! But that's what the industry. No. It doesn't make sense. But yeah. your buddies with them. Well, you know that's it. Your buddies, you, know, you take care of your buddies and you make money for your buddies. But you know? that was that was a moment where I, I I really felt for for like you and for Carrie and people that have been there for decades. It's like you just fucking did what you did. A year's gone by, and then you put that up there just to slap me the fuck in the face, and you yeah, don't even right. realize you're doing it. You're like, oh, you want to ride the coattails of the legendary WAF. But you bitches sold the fucking thing to well, a Christian music station. That's what I don't get. They 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 put that out on the World Wide Web to show that <laughs> they still exist. Had this classic sound, yet that they sold it off. Awful. And I don't get why they would use the WAF logo or the brand to do that because, because they, they don't care. Everything in their power to diminish, or it. they don't know. If they thought it was worthless, then why throw it up there to prove that they're that it's still something that's to be valued? But how much of it do you think is is like the numbers? Because like I feel like people that made the decision to sell AAF only saw numbers on a computer screen Mm -hmm. and not the the brand and like the history of it. And then it's still owned by the company. So somebody that made that post just saw that like AAF is there and they had no idea what happened to AAF. And they're like, oh, let's include them. Out of touch. Is it, yeah, completely 100% out of touch. And Josh, saying say that to, to Mike and I, years, year, I mean, 30 years of doing it in the same, I'm up at the same time for Mike. I can count millions of times, I feel like, where you go, and not that I have the genius decision-making fucking skills in the world, but what the fuck are you putting that person there for? Or this? It's just like politics. It's like, you motherfuckers are greasing each other's palms right. for whatever reason you're greasing each other's palms for, but you don't care about the actual people that put their blood, sweat, and fucking tears into something, or the listeners, because you bitch, you just sold it for $11 million and that's all that matters. Good night. Here is K- I, uh, Kayla. I just, Fuck I, off. Just want, I just want to know who they were trying to impress. Themselves. Take it down, because I, I can't find it on their Twitter. By using the WAF logo on there, who were they? They're trying? not trying to impress. They're just trying. They're, they're showing a. They're showing a false, uh, a false. Um, well, no, come on, Isaiah. Come on. You know they're using social media. You have to use social media to impress upon someone to, to get them to, at least interact with whatever you're selling, and right. so, 
why would they put that up there on a worldwide level? Because they really don't truly give a shit. They, they, they want to continue to tell you that they have this when they fucking don't. I mean, I suppose, sure, if I turned on my HD channel, WAF2 or whatever the fuck it is, it's still there, but we're still playing the same bullshit that literally right, we were fucking playing in February of yeah, fucking 20 when you shut us off. Nobody's touched it nope. since, since then. Joe, God, no. God bless Joe Calgaro, but Joe Calgaro's in, in California, yeah, you know, he's trying to do job. what he's got to do. Yeah, yeah, right. So it's funny you it's it's funny you said can I vent, and I, I feel like I've been screaming more than you have. <laughs> oh, just forever since I've known you. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, that's the truth. All right, let me. Uh, I, I I also want to mention that it's National Beer Day today. No. Is that why you have the little that? boot? That's Woo! well, I have the little boot because I still have things to do today. <laughs> Uh, but I just—it's a boot I, nip. I'm celebrating with my. Uh, this is really something I really love. My wife got it for me. God bless her. I love when my wife buys me beers because she goes into the liquor store, and she basically she has no idea. She she's totally clueless about beer, even though she's worked in a liquor store and stuff. She's more of a wine person. Um, she just looks at the can, and if it looks interesting, she buys it for me which is a great way for me to try out new beers, you know, she likes, I, the, she totally, likes the marketing totally non just, you know, it's like you're dealing with someone who's just looking at the marketing and this looks so, but this is local. This is from uh, Wormtown Brewery nice. right here in Worcester. Ooh. It is a chocolate pecan pie porter. Or it's more like a porter. And I'll tell you right now, I'm not a big fan of this kind of stuff. This is really good. Is it really <laughs> It is really good. And, you know, I'm both a fan of Wormtown and Table Talk Pies. Um, but not pecans. I love pecans. I love really? pecans. Really? That's one of my, that's my second favorite pie ever. What's your does first the beer favorite? Taste, does the beer taste like a pie? It, well, no. That's why I like it. Because you'll get some, you'll get like these pumpkin pie beers, and it tastes like you're drinking a pumpkin pie, and it's kind of like, eh, It's kind of gross. It tastes like flavoring. This tastes like a really good... It, they call it an ale, but it's more like a porter, and it's got kind of a smokiness, but you can still taste the chocolate and the pecan nice. pie in there, and it's really – I just love it. That just I makes – it sound like it's heavy and, like, you can't finish it. It's not – it's not – I can't no, finish it, not, exactly. That's why, that's why it's good that it doesn't taste like a pie because that's rich, and you'll have a hard time finishing that. This tastes like a beer with uh, with a little bit of those notes in there and it's really really nice. good so and that, nice. that's funny that you said that your wife does that with beer because when my wife wasn't pregnant and she was still drinking that's how she would pick what beer she wanted to drink marketing is she yeah she would be like oh there's a dog on this one i want this and she'd try it and she'd be like oh this is your beer now i'm like what? Right. <laughs> my wife my wife falls for that on like she not falls for it, but she's like she's a suck she likes prosecco and certain wise but she's like i fall for the marketing so the prettier the bottle i'm like as long as the shit tastes good, who gives a fuck? <laughs> well, as our as our friend Nick Stevens uh, has told me in the past, uh, beer can art is the new album cover art. It really is. Oh yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. It's really amazing. There's a there's a company, uh, a brewing company up in Canada. Oh god, I can't remember. It's kind of like collective arts, mm. and they hire like artists to do their beer can. Their beer cans are pretty much collectible. That's because awesome. they put it out limited and the artwork on there is done by different artists and it's just beautiful. It's and really like beautiful. the, the, the craft beer, like in, uh, when I would drive home from, um, work at AF, I would drive through Natick and I'd stop at a uh, total wine in, uh, mm -hmm. Natick across from the Natick mall. And they have 
a huge craft beer selection. Oh yeah. And I used to just browse and like look at all the artwork. Like I didn't know right. what the beers were, but I was like, that thing looks great. And they'd have yeah. like insane names. Like even Harpoon is starting to come out with like clown shoes and like space cupcakes and like <laughs> like right. yeah. Clown <laughs> shoes is actually a brewery, just to let you know. Oh, is it? Yeah. Clown shoes is good. Clown shoes. Yeah. 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 Good beer. You know what would be you know what would be good to see on beer cans? The artist that did all of the Iron Maiden albums. Well, they have the Iron I would, Maiden beers. So do they have it? Do they have it with Eddie on the can? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. They have the Trooper, um, the Trooper uh, ESB, extra special bitters. I no, think they're at Total uh, Wine. Brewed. I did not with, know that. With the, brewed with the approval of the guys in the band. So it's, no an, it's an official Iron Maiden. They have one of those, and they have another one. Another one. It's only one brewery in England that does their beer. It's a small brewery too, and it's 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 quite it's very drinkable. Let's just say that. Like I I've, I've never had it, but I remember before the Iron Maiden concert that uh, you went to, so somebody came into the AF studio and brought like a ton of Iron Maiden beer. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, yeah all my- those guys. So, uh, yeah, those guys who who went down, they went to see the last show on that tour in I believe it was Argentina. I think. Oh, did they? They all flew down. They're hard, the hardest of the hardcore Maiden fans. Those guys are the best. Like, yeah. do they follow the band around the world? Yeah, well, they don't follow them around the world, but they travel to the shows they can travel to. You know, they're the kind of guys that'll go and they'll see like three shows on the West Coast. You know, they may travel to Europe and see a couple of shows over there, but to see the final show down in South. And if you, I, that's a goal of mine to see a big show in South America because. If you watch any, if you go on YouTube and, and search anybody playing in South America, the shows are massive because they're in those soccer stadiums that hold 2,000 oh, yeah. people. And they're always full and everybody's singing along to every word. They, they're huge into metal down in South America. Oh, yeah, big time, big time. And it's like, I'd love to go see like Iron Maiden down there or, you know, even the, the Ramones would go yeah. down there and they would play at like a 100,000 person stadium. Yes. What's fucked up is they come back to the United States and they would play like the paradise. Right. (laughs) Right. Like I think Alice Cooper had like, like he broke some like attendance record in South America, but he up here, he plays like the Orpheum. Right. He'll play like the small, like, yeah, the small theaters and stuff like that. Which I I don't get why he plays small venues like the Orpheum, because I feel like Alice Cooper needs like a big, like a DCU center or something. But he, and, but he, does his volume like he's in a big venue so you can barely even hear the songs (laughs) yeah i love i mean when i saw him i saw him halloween night at the orpheum like 15 years ago one of the best shows i've ever seen is that when you met him no no that was at the lowell auditorium (laughs) that's where i saw him actually i saw him at the lowell auditorium he was great we went backstage with uh eddie webb who used to be the afternoon guy and Eddie Webb has a lot of stories. Eddie Webb has worked in a lot of places and met a lot of people. And sometimes I was like, how much of this is bullshit? And we walked in the backstage door and he was in the middle of a meet and greet and he turned and he looked at Eddie Webb and he went, hey, Eddie, what's going on? <laughs> and Eddie Webb was like, hey, Coop, what's going on? Coop, he called him Coop. Coop. It's like hey, a Coop. scene out of Wayne's World. <laughs> yeah, it totally was. And I was just like, okay, Eddie, you got this one. This is cool. You know, and they're like hugging and kissing and, and everything. And he and Alice Cooper is like nothing but a nice guy. Totally nice. Oh, guy. yeah. It's- <laughs> he was taking a picture with my wife and and she's like, can I kiss you when we take the picture? He's like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, hey, easy there, buddy. And so she's kissing him. And then my friend Dave, uh, it was Dave Lee on AAF. His name is Dave Anderson now. But um, 
he um he was taking the picture and he couldn't get his camera to work and my wife has her lips on alice cooper's face and then oh. you know it's like 30 seconds and then uh he's like you know what any longer you're gonna have to buy me dinner honey you know, okay. <laughs> hey i don't care if you're alice cooper oh, oh, man. My wife. and it's so great that alice cooper doesn't even need makeup anymore right yeah he just looks scary naturally right <laughs> i was what trying to get him on the uh, podcast yeah um I'm gonna to try to do that too, Josh, because he's got the uh, that Detroit documentary. Yeah, Detroit Stories or whatever it's called. Yeah, I gotta give a plug to uh, Mistress Carrie and the Mistress Carrie podcast because he went and talked to her. Oh, did he? Yeah. He did. So. Oh, so he doesn't uh, need to talk to us. Well, I'll see if we can still get him. <laughs> you know what the hell, right? Yeah. Right. Um. So yeah, actually, I don't, yeah. I don't even know how we got here, but. I, I, I know because, I, because I said Iron Maiden needs to make beer, and I didn't know that they do. Oh, right. There you go. Oh, Alice yeah. Cooper needs to make beer. I don't think there's an Alice Cooper beer out there. But then again, he's a recovering alcoholic, so that's he is. probably not the best choice. Yeah, yeah. let's not let's not get that back well, into telling, Vinny's life. While you, were, while, you were, uh, while you were telling that story, I was fucking tailing a fucking student driver, and my question was, should I start honking at the poor kid? I didn't you do should. it, It's only a learning experience, Isaiah. It gets them ready for the real world. You can honk well, as long as you're just... wearing your mask. Yeah. I mean, is everybody on the road really nice? No. <laughs> so the more of an asshole you can be, and I know you're a fucking asshole. That's just better training for them. Yeah. Thank you. It's like, Builds well, character. I was, I was like, trailing uh, him, and I, I, had, I had the camera on him, so I just I wasn't sure if I should, but you were telling a good story, so I didn't Okay. You know, think of it like, uh, like you're Clint Eastwood in uh, Heartbreak Ridge. And you're firing live rounds at your uh, platoon while they're training. Okay. There you go. Right. <laughs> yep. Yep. Tighten up. You'll get better if I fucking shoot at you. Jesus Christ. Keeps you honest. Uh, you guys, I'm. I got this gig coming up. See all this shit. Look at shit. Oh my god. What is that? This is a fucking old. It's a turntable. Like, DJ rig. Well, it's for CDs, but you can actually like scratch with your CDs. Like are you doing a fucking? Are you doing like a? Are you doing someone's wedding? What are you doing? No, yeah, right. This is yeah, it's hilarious. Last time I DJed a live event, I was using records. Okay. Wow. wow. Yeah. With milk crates and everything. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, man. I had a, like an old school PVPA with giant cabinets and shit like that. But <laughs> I am on four twenties coming up, and the uh, folks that resonate here in Worcester. This is a gratuitous plug. The folks that resonate here in Worcester are uh, having a, uh, you know, a little event at their uh, dispensary. So if anyone wants to come by, I'll be DJing from noon to four. No way. I'm playing only the finest and stoner tunes. It's Can we get high? It's, no, you cannot smoke anywhere on any premise of any cannabis dispensary in the state of Massachusetts. That's, Can I get that's high legal. before and come in? Hi. Well, uh, you know, as long as you're responsible and you take an Uber or a Lyft or some kind of ride share. So that means Isaiah can't. No, not at all. <laughs> I'm gonna stay in your house, Mike. We'll be fine. But on 420, uh, they're having you know they're having a bunch of specials and things like that, and uh, I'll be DJing in the cannabis dispensary. And I was, so I borrowed this from their marketing director, Melissa Farrington. I was like, well, I don't really have a DJ rig, and she goes, I got one. You can use. I'm like, oh, you DJ, and like, you know, and that's like, awesome. She, she gives it to me, and then I found a Madonna and a Whitney Houston CD in the. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Queens. But I'll be playing, uh, you know, I'll be playing stoner tunes, you know, bro. So, so what, where is this? Like it's in, what's it called? It's uh, Resonate Cannabis Dispensary in. Uh, it's on the hat. Worcester. 
It's uh, right off of uh, 146 in Worcester. So you come on by, say hello. And then later that night, um, they don't, I don't know if they have the tickets ready yet, but they're doing a uh, cannabis infused dinner. Oh yeah. Really? They have, they have like five chefs and it's a five course meal and I'll be hosting that. I feel like a lot of Josh's anxiety would go away if he would just try some level of cannabis. Not, not, not probably, not but I don't, I, I, uh, I was going to say, I don't know anyone that sells it at a dispensary. But. <laughs> Gosh, you, you need you need some kind of low thc high cbd hybrid now is that is that the the kind that's like adderall like yes, remember, yes. yes. it, it kind of helps you focus and it settles you down and it, it you you know what you need that or maybe even like a hundred percent or even like a one percent thc kind of mix thing with the rest right. CBD. just a little something just a you, little you you I say you need a fucking stand for your phone or something, or you Two. need to stop driving. <laughs> I, was, the podcast. I wasn't intending on being out today. I went <laughs> yeah, to see a client and I'm like, it's, it's like 10 of two. I'm like, I got to do a podcast. Where are you in the car? Where are you? Looks like Winchester. I'm, driving, I'm driving back from Bedford. I went to see the boys at the VA today. Okay. Where, where are you right now? Oh, right this minute. Yeah. Hold Looks I'm like behind, a nice neighborhood. I'm behind some fucking Jack pony in Marblehead. We mean what town? Oh, you're in, oh, you're in Marblehead. Oh, she's waving at me. This lady's like, you're filming me. Yes, I am. I'm going to chase you down. Right. I'm, a, I'm a Russian cab driver. I'm totally filming you. <laughs> I will follow you. That's German, actually. Sorry. <laughs> actually, oh, wow. speaking of 420, you know I have to bring this up. Someone's birthday that day. Is that the birth of your child? No, Adolf Hitler was born on oh, April 20th. Wow. The show is over. This is usually when the show's end. Are we 1889. No, it's just, you know, I got to drop some little history tidbits in there. <clears throat> You're obsessed with that guy. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. What? Yeah, we're done. Okay. Well, I guess people don't like history. No, no. I would, I would leave it off, but I can't shut it off because I'm in the car. I think she actually left. Uh, what? All right. Well, I guess that was the end of the episode. Apparently, people can't handle little history tidbits. Anyway, I would just like to say thank you. Um, after Hitler comment, as usual, a thank you to our sponsors. Uh, Garage, uh, Garage Doors Plus. Breaking the Ice podcast is brought to you by Garage Doors Plus. Uh, Chris Riggs over at Garage Doors Plus has been a supporter of us since the beginning. Go to garagedoorsplus.com or call 617-458-1148 to get your free estimate. They are New England's premier garage door company. Again, that is gdplus.com. They open doors when you can't. And Breaking the Ice podcast would like to welcome our newest sponsor, Basil's Pizza and Subs. Go check them out at basilspizza.com. That's Basil's with a Z. They are located in Holliston, Mass. at 1568 Washington Street in the Village Plaza off of Route 16. Call 508-429-5995 to order or you can order online and you get a 5% discount when you order online from their new menu. My personal favorite item off their new menu, the deconstructed jalapeno popper pizza. And jalapeno popper pizza is not only just fun to say, it's fun to eat. It does come out a little spicy though. And anyway, go check out Basil's Pizza in Holliston. Again, that's Basil's with a Z, pizza, 
Com. We are also brought to you by Invoke Media Group. Um, Breaking the Ice is also brought to you by Invoke Media Group. Um, they run BreakingTheIcePodcast.com, so go there and check that out. It speaks for itself. We don't know what we're doing, but Nicole from Invoke Media makes it look like we do know what we're doing. So go to Invoke-Media.com. They specialize in brand development, graphic design, content-driven strategies to help grow your brand. Again, go to invoke-media.com. And we are also brought to you by Holliston Meadows Pet Resort. They're on Instagram. Go follow them at Holliston Meadows. And go check out their website, hollistonmeadows.com. They're so exclusive, they only take pets. Okay. As always, we are brought to you by Wolfpack Coffee. Um, it's an amazing coffee. It's the only coffee I've really been drinking since the, the coronavirus hit, and I'm going to continue drinking it. Um, our friend Matt at Wolfpack Op Coffee has been supplying us with fuel, and I really highly suggest you go to wolfpackcoffeeusa.com and get your own fuel. Wolfpack Coffee is veteran-owned, veteran-run. Hashtag run with the pack. Go check out Wolfpack Coffee USA.